Let me tell you something. Anything good we do today is a testament to the goodness of the Lord who is with us and who provides. I'm Adam Wright. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven on this Thursday morning, July 13th. It is incredibly wonderful to be with you again. And what a great night it was last night, getting some much-needed rain and more on that in a moment. Let's pray. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit about the rain. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father, amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, yesterday, uh, I, I was tired all day. I did not sleep well the night before. I guess that would have been Tuesday night going into Wednesday. And uh, it was I was just dragging all day, and I said to someone, I'm just, my goal is to get to bed by 8 o'clock. Now, when your goal is to get to bed by 8 o'clock and you have five kids and it's summer vacation, sometime, that might seem like an unattainable goal. But then all of a sudden, this thunderstorm came in, and it was just pouring down rain. And... Uh, so the kids all huddled up together, and I was—I I went up to my room, and I just laid down on our bed. And next thing you know, this was maybe about 7.30, 7.45 at night. At about 9.30, I'm waking up and saying, oh, I need to take my contacts out. So I got up, and I took my contacts out, and I went, went right back to bed. And uh, Beth had made sure that everybody else had gone to bed, and all the evening responsibilities around the house were attended to. And it was just so wonderful. And I, it's because rain always puts me to sleep. There's something soothing and calming about that sound of rain and the thunder in the distance. It was just a gift from God. Today on the show, we are going to hear uh, a lot about marriage with God. And we're going to continue that series with Father Carlos Martins. And we're hoping to wrap that up this week. And so we're actually going to bring you two installments of that today. And then we're going to have a chance to check in. Actually, we had the chance yesterday to check in with Khalil Stockling from Biking for Babies, who's making his way from Michigan to St. Louis, going approximately 100 to 130 miles a day on the bicycle with some other pro-life missionaries. And we had a chance to check in with Khalil about his experience so far. So that's all on the show today. Let's go now to Mike Roberts to find out if there's more rain in store for us. Today is the feast day of St. Henry. Born in the late 10th century in the Holy Roman Empire, he was the son of the Duke of Bavaria and grandson of King Henry I, King of Germany. His own journey to become king was fraught with disputes typical of the day, as was his consolidation of power, but his reign was marked with fairness and moderation. Still, he had many battles to fight to protect his borders. He was deeply involved in a conflict in southern Italy, driving the Saracens and the Greeks out when they invaded the country. Henry also played a significant role in defending Pope Benedict VIII in Rome. He and his wife, St. Cunegunda, took vows of chastity, and the two were extremely generous, establishing a number of charitable foundations. Henry built the cathedral at Bamberg and was a strong proponent of ecclesiastical reform. 
at the age of just 51 as he was working with the Pope to establish a new system of ecclesiastical and imperial relations, he died. St. Henry is the patron saint of the childless, those with disabilities, and those rejected by a religious order. St. Henry, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Well, we were happy to speak with Nikki Bees from Biking for Babies just a few weeks ago to get excited for this year's ride and uh, in anticipation of the celebration of life on July 15th. But I'm really excited this morning because we get to speak with one of the missionaries who is making his way from Michigan to St. Louis as part of the Biking for Babies team, Khalil Stockling's with us. Khalil, it's so great to have you with us on Roadmap to Heaven today. Yes, uh, thank you for having me, and thanks for allowing me this opportunity. All right. Now, normally we would uh, endeavor to make this phone call at 7 a.m., but that's you, you all are usually on the bikes at 7 a.m., so we're pre-recording this on Wednesday. So for our listeners, this is this is yesterday morning that, that Khalil and I are talking right now, uh, where you are making your way from northern Indiana down to Lafayette. The goal was to do 130 miles today because of weather. It's going to be about 100 miles today, which is still 100 more miles than I'm going to ride on a bike today. <laughs> how, how is this ride going so far? Uh, so far, so good. It's been a, a blessing uh, that like that our, our energy levels are being kept up. And so far, by the grace of God, we haven't had any like major injuries. Um, but it's like most, most definitely a thing reminding uh, like myself that it's a marathon and not a sprint. And then just like taking it easy. So like one of like the, the biggest things so far is like climbing up hills. And uh, so sometimes a hill can sneak out to be a little bit tougher than usual. And then so like if I got to like drop back, put in like the easiest gear and then just just take my time going up the hill and remembering those like that I'm biking for. Yeah. So it's not so much about being the first one up the hill. It's uh, you, you just want to get up the hill, crest the hill and then and then be going down the hill. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like I, I want to be able to finish. And that's the goal, right? I want to be able to finish and still be able to do, like, the rest of the events that we have going on that night and not be, like, tired or burnt out or end up, like, pulling a muscle or something right. due to my efforts trying to rush up the hill. So i got to remind myself it's a marathon, not a sprint, and not letting great be the enemy of good. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, Khalil, you're a first-time missionary with Biking for Babies, so this is your first ride with them. What has been your experience so far, you know, putting on the jersey, heading out on the road with these bikes uh, to, to be a witness for the sanctity of life? But as we said, you know, riding hundreds of miles over the course of several days from Michigan all the way to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, so far, my experience has been a joyful one. Uh, like, like many times if we like pass somebody and they'll end up waving all like yelling, Hey, like, like check out biking for babies. And I'll try to like, you know, make sure I enunciate it. So it's been like super joyful, even though we've had, what is it? Quite a bit of like weather, um, problems, but just, uh, like being joyful and just enjoying the ride, right? Like not paying attention to how far we got to go or how many more miles left. Just be like, I'm going to be on the bike all day. Let me just enjoy it. And, uh, like, try to truly, like, bring my suffering on the bike to that of Jesus on a cross. Because, uh, you know, yesterday we prayed a rosary to suffer mysteries. And uh, it was, like, a reminder of, like, I wonder how Jesus must have felt carrying that cross. Yeah. And, like, praying for those who crucify him. And just, like, I wonder if he was joyful and loving, even if it was hard. And I just want to be like him, carry my cross and follow him. 
That's absolutely beautiful. What's something you've learned about yourself as you've been pushing these daily goals on this bike ride? Uh, something I've, I've learned about myself is that I'm not really quite too sure of something because I've already kind of like, you know, know myself quite well, but I think more or less just figuring myself out physically, being on the bike, uh, and like just listening to my body and uh being able to like recognize when to be like okay like i gotta take a ride in a support vehicle for like for like a little bit while i pay attention to my body so like having that humility that i don't have much on that topic just the fact like i'm just being joyful oh that's right it's hard (laughs) (laughs) most people don't do this (laughs) right yeah i was like uh so I i was like uh one of the questions yesterday we was reflecting on is that uh what have you like learned from using like like your body to suffer for those uh like you know in need and as i said reflecting on uh the passion i was like it's hard <laughs> like biking like you know out, like, like 30 miles left we get it's basically like two hours and it's hard it's hard to push but just reminding myself and uh keeping keeping it moving so. Yeah, it, it probably opens up, I, I would imagine, a whole new dimension of understanding of what our Lord endured for us in that yeah. passion. Um, yeah, I remember when I started doing some biking a few years ago, and I was only going you know six miles, seven miles, eight miles from from having gone zero miles. And I, I would tell the kids, I'm like, oh, Dad's got spaghetti legs again. I can barely stand up. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine mm-hmm. the suffering our Lord endured for us and the perspective you're yeah. getting on that. Uh, you know, one of the things we love to hear, Khalil, are, are stories about things that have happened on the ride. Have there have there been any memorable moments so far? Yeah, so um, the warm welcome, the reception that we're getting at the places where we're stopping at has been uh, quite the experience and encouraging to keep going. Wow. Well, Khalil, we're really looking forward to seeing you and dozens of other pro-life witnesses on your bicycles rolling into St. Louis Saturday afternoon at the Celebration of Life event. And friends, if you'd like to attend that event, it's going to be at St. Joseph Parish in Manchester, Missouri from 4 to 8 p.m. There's going to be some great pro-life warriors there, and there's going to be a lot of fun as well. So be sure to show up for that event. It's a family event. It's free. There's dinner. There's all sorts of of great things planned. And you can be there to cheer on these missionaries as they come in on their bicycles. Khalil, know that we're praying for you and all your fellow missionaries each and every day. But I do want to ask you before we let you go here, is there anything specific we can remember in our intentions for you and the other missionaries? Uh, Yeah, that we're just able to uh, just, just joyfully ride and bring our suffering to the Lord on the cross. And that we, in those tough times, you know, help us to remember why we're doing it, why we're biking, why we decided to sacrifice our bodies for those in need. We will be sure to include that in our prayers. Khalil Stockling, Biking for Babies, thank you so much for being with us on the show. We are going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. St. Ignatius of Loyola's Prayer Against Depression. O Christ Jesus, when all is darkness and we feel our weakness and helplessness, give us the sense of your presence, your love, and your strength. Help us to have perfect trust in your protecting love and strengthening power so that nothing may frighten or worry us. For, living close to you, we shall see your hand, your purpose, your will through all things. Amen.
Well, hello, Roadmap to Heaven podcast listeners. Adam Wright here with a special insert in today's podcast. In this morning's show, we spent some time talking with Khalil Stockling, who is a missionary for biking for babies. And in that interview, which you're going to hear coming up in the podcast, we talked about an interview with Nikki Beefs, the founder of Biking for Babies. And we want to bring that to you and have a pro-life podcast today where we talk about this wonderful apostolate witnessing to the dignity of human life. So with that, we turn now to our interview a few weeks past with Nikki Bees. Every year, it is a thrill to check in with our friends from Biking for Babies, and this year is no different. We're happy to have Nikki Bees with us on the show. Nikki, it's good to speak with you again, and we're excited for this year's ride. Thank you, Adam. It's so good to be here. We're pumped, too. Yeah. Now, let, let's give the overview for our listeners who are saying, wait a minute, biking for babies. Babies don't ride bikes. You put them in that thing you drag behind the bike with the wheels and the contraption. And and I remember those days. But let, let's tell our listeners, remind us what biking for babies is all about. Yes. So biking for babies proclaims the dignity of human life by uniting cycling with the formation of young adults into missionary disciples of Jesus Christ. So we partner with life-affirming pregnancy centers, maternity homes, pro-life clinics and our young adult missionaries train for this ride and in the process raise awareness and financial support for our partnered centers so that we can uplift mothers in unplanned difficult and at-risk pregnancies now this is different from the 5ks that i've forced myself to do over the past years where you know i'm just putting on the t-shirt and and i'm walking but i'm not talking with anyone other than the person that came to the 5k with me i'm not going out doing any street evangelization or or whatnot. I'm just like showing up on race day and going to the starting line and hopefully making it to the finish line. (laughs) Biking for babies is a little different. This isn't just, I'm going to ride across the country. This is a whole thing about uh, sharing the, the joy of life and why we want mothers who are facing unexpected pregnancies, crisis pregnancies, et cetera, to choose life. Yes, absolutely. So we are not just a fun bike ride to raise money for a really good cause these young adults participate with us to first be convicted that their own life is a gift we know that we were made in the image of our creator our our father god and we want these young adults to get that message and so it starts with them and then they go to their family and their friends and share the beauty of every life and share these real stories of women served in their crisis and how they were able to rise above that crisis to continue with their pregnancy choose life for them and their babies and you know rise out of their homelessness or whatever traumatic situation they might be living in in their poverty these centers and organizations support these women and it's these stories that really change hearts and minds about what is needed in response to that crisis now, the ride starts on July 10th, and there are eight routes this year, with six of them coming to St. Louis, and then two yes. ending up in Arlington out in Virginia, so essentially Washington, D.C. Uh, but tell us, where are the riders going to be coming from this year? Yes, so the six routes that come into St. Louis will be uh, riding in from Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio, Mississippi, Kansas, and Michigan. So we have a new route, Michigan, coming in. And then the teams that head out to the Arlington, Virginia area are coming in from Ohio and New York. So New York is a new route as well. That is absolutely fantastic. So uh, we're hoping to get a chance to check in with some of the riders during 
the during the ride here on Roadmap to Heaven. And uh, we also look forward to every year the celebration of life, you know, because this is a, an accomplishment for the riders, but it's also a cause for celebration as we witness to the gospel of life and we witness to the dignity of the unborn. And for our listeners here in the Midwest, they have an opportunity to come celebrate with you and with the riders, and that's going to be a celebration of life on July 15th. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. I'm telling you guys, this is like the event. We are very excited to uh, come back to St. Louis and for the third time be hosted by St. Joseph's Church in Manchester. And they help, they put on a huge event with us. We've got our riders, six of our routes, which is about 57 of these young adults coming in on their last mile after biking 600 to 750 miles in six days. And First of all, we want to cheer them on. We want to bring all the hoopla to really uh, encourage them in this incredible thing that they just did, laying down these miles for these women and their children. And um, it's a free event. So there's a dinner, a delicious uh, barbecue dinner that's going to be cooked um, by some of the parishioners there. And um, there's a basket raffle, 50-50 raffle, inspirational speakers. And of course, we'll have a, a woman served by one of our local pregnancy resource centers, Thrive Healthcare. Uh, this woman is um, has an incredible story. Um, and I won't give you all the details, but truly, um, you're going to leave. It's going to leave you with tears in your eyes for sure. And we would love for everybody to come out and celebrate life with us. Uh, more information about that event can be found at bikingforbabies.com slash events. Yeah, no, no spoilers here on the show. You have to come to the party to find out the yeah. reason for the party, and you're going to love the party. Well, Nikki, it is always fantastic to check in with you. We wish you and all of the riders well as they begin their treks across the country on these eight routes. We look forward to celebrating with you on July 15th at St. Joe's in Manchester with that celebration of life event. And again, for more information, I know Nikki just shared the event page with us, but it's bikingforbabies.com slash events. All right. Bikingforbabies.com slash events. And you can go to bikingforbabies.com and just check out all of the great work they are doing. We're going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Don't go anywhere. Prayer to end abortions. Lord God, I thank you today for the gift of my life and for the lives of all my brothers and sisters. I know there is nothing that destroys more life than abortion. Yet I rejoice that you have conquered death by the resurrection of your son. I am ready to do my part in ending abortion. Today I commit myself never to be silent, never to be passive, never to be forgetful of the unborn. I commit myself to be active in the pro-life movement and never to stop defending life until all my brothers and sisters are protected, and our nation once again becomes a nation with liberty and justice, not just for some, but for all. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, we just heard from Khalil Stockley about the biking that he is doing and biking for babies, but let's talk in our catechism today about another traveler, for the sake of the gospel, that would be St. Paul. And our catechist question today, how many miles did St. Paul travel as he evangelized after his conversion but before his martyrdom? Was it 2,000 plus, 5,000 plus, or 10,000 plus miles? 
2,000 plus, 5,000 plus, or 10,000 plus. The closest bidder without going over. No, it was 10,000 plus. So technically, all of the answers would be correct because over 10,000 is going to be over 2,000 and over 5,000 as well. Uh, some basic math for your host who does not do math early in the morning. But if St. Paul traveled over 10,000 miles by land, by sea, by walking for a lot of that as well. So here's my question for you from our catechist. Uh, we've got these missionaries out there that are doing their, their biking to witness to the dignity of life. We've got St. Paul who traveled over 10,000 miles proclaiming the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Where are you and I going to go today? You know, 10,000 steps? What are we going to do? That's that's the question I have for us today. Let's ponder it and uh, let's think about that while Mike Roberts gives us another look at the weather and then our daily dose of encouragement. A prayer for the dead. God, our Father, your power brings us to birth. Your providence guides our lives and by your command we return to dust. Lord, those who die still live in your presence. Their lives change but do not end. I pray in hope for my family, relatives, and friends, and for all the dead known to you alone. In company with Christ, who died and now lives, may they rejoice in your kingdom, where all our tears are wiped away. Unite us together again in one family, to sing your praise forever and ever. Amen. We pause on this Thursday for our Daily Dose of Encouragement with Patty Schneier. This week we are exploring various litanies for private use. And Patty, I am excited, as I was yesterday and the day before, to hear what litany you are going to share with us today. Today we're going to share a litany of compassion for the sick. This was written by Father Paul Hazing, who is the current rector president of Kenrick Glennon Seminary. I had him over for dinner. This is how this all came about, this entire topic for the week. I had him over for dinner. We we're talking about litanies. He goes, oh, I have a whole file of litanies of things that I've saved and collected, and I've written litanies. And I was saying how I've written litanies in adoration, my own you know, praise and Thanksgiving litanies. And I said, can I see yours? And he said, sure. And then when, of course, I read these, I asked permission if I could share these because these are so beautiful. So, again, this is the litany of compassion for the sick. And the refrain is, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort after each of these invocations. Here's the litany, again, by Father Paul Hazing. When pain and distress are overwhelming, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When the healing process goes slower than hoped, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When terrified by treatments or therapy, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When it's hard to let go of long-held plans, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When the feeling of alienation arises, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When worn out and weary, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When troubled by impatience and negativity, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When loneliness adds to anxiety, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When sickness makes it difficult to communicate, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When discouragement or despondency sets in, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When fear makes it impossible to face the future, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When the ravages of disease attack self-esteem, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When anger and resentment assail, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When beset by worry or fretfulness, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. 
When it's hard to rely on others for care, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When envy arises toward those who are healthy, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When pessimism or cynicism holds sway, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When anguish is intensified by the need for reconciliation, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When sickness is mistaken for punishment, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When loved ones are far away, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When sickness causes financial hardship that leads to worry or despair, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When afflicted by the feeling of nothing to hope for, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When weakness makes it impossible to even think, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When friends draw back, fearful of disease, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When illness makes those who are suffering moody or irritable, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When haunted by regret and shame of past sins, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When it is difficult to sleep, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When there is loss of appetite, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When there is resistance to necessary change, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When tempted by denial, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When nobody seems to understand, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When bound to home or when restricted in movement, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When listlessness and apathy threaten, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When medication seems to make things worse, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When all that is needed is a caring touch, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When it is impossible to maintain familiar routines, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When it's hard to find the strength to go on, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When it becomes difficult to pray, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When suffering of any sort become hard to bear, Jesus, draw near to give your comfort. When death draws near, Jesus, be close to give your comfort. And here's the final prayer. Let us pray. Most merciful Father, your beloved Son showed special compassion to lepers, tenderness to those long sick, and healing to the infirm before him. We place before you all those who are ill and in need of healing grace. May the love and mercy of the divine physician raise up all who suffer from sickness and restore them to health and peace. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Think about all those you know who are sick and suffering. What a beautiful prayer to pray for them. This is the Litany of Compassion for the Sick by Father Paul Hazing. Patty, that is a beautiful litany, and as that might be one that is difficult to find online, we will be happy to post that at ourcatholicradio.org so that you can share it with someone who may need it. Thank you for this dose of encouragement. And we will endeavor to have that posted uh, this morning for you. And it it is, as we said, a beautiful litany. That's our show today. Let's give thanks to God for everything we've done here on Roadmap to Heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. Tomorrow is Friday, and we'll be getting ready for the weekend. And doesn't that sound lovely? Speaking of getting ready for the weekend, if you're in the St. Louis metro area, I want to let you know that Our Lady of Sorrows is having their parish picnic on Saturday from noon to 10. Uh, I'll be there, and it's it's a good time. Also, in uh, Pinckneyville, Illinois, St. Bruno Parish is having their picnic Saturday and uh, it begins with Mass at 4 p.m. and goes into the evening. Uh, meals start that afternoon as well. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for being with us. Pray your rosary today.